Hey Siri, how do you say black in French? In French, black is noir, rosé noir. We found each other on Clubhouse. We nurtured a community that continues to grow. We'll keep pushing forward for change. We'll call things out. We'll call people in. We will lead with love. We will not be silent or silenced. We're here to fill your cup with conversation. We'll provide individuality and thought. Diversity of perspectives on a range of topics. You never know who will join us. Sit back and enjoy our offering. Claudia. Gina. Jasmine. Monique. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Please enjoy the show. Welcome to the Rosé Noir podcast. I'm Monique, and I'm joined by my booze, Gina and Claudia. Shout out to Jasmine. She won't be with us right now, but she will be chiming in with her thoughts a little bit later, and I cannot wait to hear them. Jasmine is a hoot, and she is my favorite. Listen, we are here covering Bachelor in Delulu. I mean, Bachelor in Paradise. Sorry. Um, this is season... Delulu, wait, sorry, um, season nine. This is season nine of Bachelor in Paradise. This is the finale episode. Lord have mercy. We have made it, y'all. We have made it. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on how we got here. And what you what you believe made it is. Yes. Because yes. So it means that we are breathing. Wowzers. That's something. So we did it. We did Wowzers. it. And there's no disrespect. It's just, we're going to be honest about what we were looking at, what we were seeing, and what we were digesting. It was a lot to put on us to digest. And um, it's no disrespect. We're going to be very honest and and clear about our thoughts, about what we were seeing and watching. We don't know any of these people, but we have our thoughts. Gina, Claudia, how are you all doing? Fabulous. Awesome. Per usual, I live on planes, trains, and automobiles. So I just drove from Boston, brought more stuff from my house to New York, and I'm going to Charlotte tomorrow. Just uh, Are you like are you like Guy Fieri or whatever you say his last name, where you're like going to the dives, diners, and drive-ins? Unless they are vegan cities? and gluten-free, then no. <laughs> oh, well. Most of those will kill me. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, Gina, what's up? How are you doing? Oh, I'm getting in the holiday spirit, you guys. Yes, I am in my bag. Okay, I am. You guys know it's it's all about the the Christmas trees, Christmas lights, and all mm-hmm. things holiday for me right now. With my first Christmas with Rowan, so yeah, that's Rowan. all I'm doing. Okay, and it is the be- kids make holidays like a billion times more fun. Uh, that's all yeah. I will say. Yes. So enough of us. We we yes. are here. But we do have a guest. We have a very special guest for the final episode of the season. He has been with us. We have spoken with him before. He is my homie. I love him to death. And I'm so happy that he said yes to coming on to helping us close this out. We're going to catch up with him. Mr. Pardeep Singh, what is up for Michelle's season of The Bachelorette? What is going on, homie? Yo, I'm happy to be alive. Yes. Lots to be alive. And happy to have an unlimited amount of love to give to people. And listen, whenever you call, I pick up on the first ring. That's, That's true. 
how it goes. You really do. You really, I, I love you for it. I love you for it. So Pardeep, we want to catch up with you. You were a fan favorite for sure. You know, if people do not remember, Pardeep was the first, was it Asian, South Asian or Asian to receive a rose? I cannot remember. First Indian American. Yeah. And still Indian American. Claudia, you remember there was Mohit from Rachel Lindsay's season, but he did not receive a rose on the Correct. first. No, Correct. but the first one to receive a rose. Yes. To receive a rose. That was a big deal. We we were loving that. I remember mm-hmm. us talking about that. We were happy to see you casted. We were happy to see you on. Uh, and then to get the rose, we were like, yes, yes, this was great. How Tell us about that experience, like how that was for you. And then since then, how's that impacted you? Oh, man, since then, that's a good question. I mean, here's the thing. You go on to these things kind of not realizing that, you know, you're in front of a really big audience and especially an audience that like doesn't usually see people like you or people with your name, your type of name ever, like on mainstream TV. And so that alone was like a big deal because, you know, I am I have a tendency to be pretty stoic and pretty, um, pretty kind of private, you know, like with my life. And so knowing that it's like, oh, crap, like I'm going to get this thing and everyone's going to know it. I might as well own up to it. And so that moment was was really special because, you know, I, I got to break a barrier in a way. And, you know, my whole my whole life is defined by firsts, honestly. Uh, and so this is yet, yet another first that I was able to pull off. And even to this day, like still the only, which is kind of sad, honestly. So since then, I mean, you know, it, it's been interesting to see how the sort of South Asian community has kind of reacted to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not. And, you know, the way sort of South Asian culture is kind of built, they have a tendency to like not watch reality TV or care much about representation like that until, you know, you become really successful and you actually like turn the tables on it. You know, so since then, I mean, I, I think the the downside is that, I mean, you know, I'm still the only one to ever get a rose. And it's kind of sad that it's been that way ever since the season ended. Uh, and so... What's happened to change that? I don't really know. Probably nothing. And um, and that's out of my hands at this point, sadly. I did my yeah. best. Yeah, no, that's such a good point. We know that Lekka was on uh, the beginning, I think, of Zach's season. She was a night one. I think she licked his face or something. I don't know what she did, but it was... I know. <laughs> wow. She left. She left there. But yeah, but I mean, I think... What you, to your point, and you know, uh, you know, I've talked to you about being uh, in a Bollywood dance troupe, and they were excited. They were like, "Oh, did you see? You know, there's someone uh, who is Indian on The Bachelor." It really is something that I think ignited the community and always pr- opens a door for anybody in the future. So we hope that we see more representation from other folks, particularly South Asian, would be really cool uh, on Joey season and beyond. And uh, also, I saw you hanging out with some Indian matchmaker folks. Is that right? Did I see you connect with some of those folks? Uh, Indian matchmaker. Well, my brother was on Indian matchmaking called oh. a couple of years, if you didn't know that. Uh, but mm. so, and so when I would go out with him, sometimes I'll, I'll kick it with those cast people as well. But, you know, I kind of I kind of don't like that show because it really kind of leads into the whole Indian caste system thing where mm, based on like, you know, where where your parents from, where your grandparents from and like what mm. what blood are they are they tied to? And, uh, you know, and how's your relationship with this caste system? And I just don't agree with that stuff. 
like that show, the people on that show have a tendency to kind of fall back on that stuff whenever they're trying to pick a partner. And it's like kind of backwards, honestly. Yeah, no, that's that is so interesting. And I find a lot of people uh, again, a lot. Of, I mean, so many of my friends are Indian um, and I find that the younger generation is so much trying to distance themselves from that. Uh, Mo, you got something. I wanted uh, I wanted Gina to go first. Go ahead, Gina. Oh, so Monique and I are both our fans of Indian Matchmaker. We watched it. So when you said um, that you said your brother was on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. My brother was on the first season. Mm-hmm. So we... Wait, who's your brother? Who's your brother? Who is your brother? Got to prove to me you're a fan and try to guess who's uh, person. So, okay, there's a guy and he's woman. There was a guy and he's woman. I can't remember. Man, she was on the two seasons. Was he dating her? Was he trying to date her? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was definitely her. Uh, but you know, you know, as far as what you oh, do, brother. Whoa. Yeah. My mind is blown. We watched your brother on television and didn't even know. Yeah, it. didn't even know it. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> you know, I was so fascinated by that show because I love having the opportunity to see other cultures be kind of like be the the focal point. And mm-hmm. I, it was refreshing to see the area that I live in. We have a very, very strong Indian population. Anyone that knows Parsippany, New Jersey, that area, it's like, it's mm-hmm. very, very large here. So I grew up having a lot of Indian friends. So it was just nice to see like that be like the focus of a show. He was dating yeah. Nadia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I'll say on a serious note. There, you could see, and for, to your point, Pardeep, with the show, you could see where, unfortunately, if you are not full, like fully Indian, mm-hmm. you have a hard time. Yeah. yeah. And Nadia, yeah. throughout the seasons that she's been on, has mm-hmm. been, I think she enjoys being on TV mm-hmm. and being on Netflix. I don't think she's, enjoy- I don't, I can't say that she enjoys her dating experience on Indian Matchmaker. Because as a Guyanese woman, she's kind of picky, but not really. She seems to be pretty open to like date. Uh, it just doesn't seem to work out with whoever is selected for her for whatever reasons. But there were also like women that were Sikh that were like divorced. Like if you're divorced, you're going to have a hard time. Certain guys that are in America, if their job isn't like, you know, some top echelon job, it's going to be difficult for them. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's as you say, it did seem like she likes to be on TV. Yeah. Uh, and um, I think, you know, when you're when you're on that many episodes, you have a lot of opportunity to find somebody. And so it, it gets to a point where if it's not working out, you know, maybe uh, you should spend some time alone and think about it's- why. Could, would you would you say she was like playing paradise at times? Uh, <laughs> the way that I, some of these women were playing paradise on this season. Oh, well, geez. we should get into that. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe it's, it's time to spend some time dating in private, uh, as opposed to making it all public right now. You're here. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all heard it first. We had a little a little bit of in the matchmaker tea. We're gonna move on from there. But thank you for sharing that party. <laughs> That was great. I saw your eyes light up and, and I realized I said, oh, wait, they didn't know 
I ain't gonna your brother <laughs> you was didn't know that. Too. I knew that. Your brother was yeah. really, really attractive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'll let him know. <laughs> yeah, your 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 parents must be very proud. Okay. Very. So <laughs> Yeah, my mom is actually like she's ever since we we sort of finished being on TV or whatever, my mom got inspired and now she's doing a bunch of like mom's beauty contests and such. So like she oh, she's nice. love that. Love like, that. Fashion shows. She's in Atlanta right now, uh, doing some kind of mom show. She was like, she was like up in Dubai like a couple months ago for the first time. Like my mom, like she doesn't leave Brooklyn. So when she leaves, it's like a big deal. When she even gets on a plane, it's a big deal, right? So nice. all the way to Dubai, it was there for like two weeks and like did this whole like mom's thing, and it was so cool. And so now she's like, she she walked on New York Fashion Week. She's out in Atlanta right now. She's doing all these little like Ghanese fashion shows. She's connecting with the community. Uh, and so it's pretty lit. Really yes, lit. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, let's let us know when we can follow your mom community. or see where we can see mm -hmm. your mom. And we will definitely be supporting her for sure. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. So, you know, we have, you know, spoken about like you initially going on the show, of course. And it sounds like there was no shyness to uh, to jumping on TV <laughs> in your family. It was, seemed like it might have been encouraged. But since then, right? So, A, I mean, so it says you, you said that you were off TV. Have you considered going back on the show? Like if Paradise, if that phone rang for Paradise or if they asked you uh, to come? It did for a second. Like, uh, uh -huh. you know, a little while ago, you know, they sent me the contracts or whatever to try to get me out. But. I don't think they're ever going to put a brown boy in that beach. So it's out of my hands. I don't think there's an interest in like putting Asian Americans on, on those sands. Cause if there was like, they would already be there. So I, I think it's, um, I think like it's, it's no accident that, you know, the cast looks the way it does. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't think it's up to me. And I think that they just make a strategic decision about what their audiences like to see and what they don't. And, for some reason, like brown love is not something that they're into. So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. It's one of those unfortunate things where you know that they're not ready for it, Pardeep, because they're just starting to have some sort of way to digest seeing black people. And I think that because it's taking them so long to just get to that place, they can't even begin to then go beyond that. And that's kind of like where the problem lies is that like, because they can't even just get to what they feel like is like the easiest, I guess, sort of um, palatable thing because they see it a little bit more. We can't even get beyond that. Like we, it's why we don't see that many Asian Americans on the show. It's why we pretty much don't see much of anything else besides for the most part, white people. And then they're slowly starting to show our stories. And even then they prefer to see us with each other. You're not even really seeing that much interracial, so to speak. It's more like they put us on there. They try to focus and pigeonhole us to kind of just being with each other and not even wanting to see kind of like that intermingling. It still makes them uncomfortable from my perspective. Well, I, I would also argue that like since every bachelor has also been a white dude, except for one, uh, I would also argue that like <laughs> there is any interracial dating going. It's always like with the white men as opposed yep. to like, you know, an Asian man or an Indian man or, or a black man or whatever. Uh, and this, I think, creates another kind of stereotype that it's only white men that are able to, like, 
you know, love and lead and, you know, be a moral authority on TV. And this, I think, like, you know, an impression that, like, it's impossible for anyone else to be a lead. Uh, mm -hmm. So there is a there is a pathway to interracial dating on this thing. It, it's only with white men. And this, I think, is kind of gross. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And I mean, I hope I hope to see. I mean, because, you know, even Ethan, there was Ethan that was on. Was it charity season? Um, maybe he was on charities or maybe the dual Gabby, mm -hmm. Rachel season, but he's um, East Asian. Uh, they just hadn't had, there were so many. And then John that was on charity season, we had him for like an episode and a half. He went on that date with Eliza, you know, so folks uh, definitely, we want to see more uh, Asian representation, both from East Asia, South Asia, just more representation overall. And even, even the black folks tend to be biracial, right? Like they may have like Eliza and, and Aaron monoracial charity monoracial, but for the most part, we, we can cherry pick sort of like pick out who's in. And so we hope that we see uh, with this next uh, flock of folks coming, you know, in Joey, Joey season and whoever they pick for bachelorette, that there are more, uh, more and more contestants of color. Um, so that's what I'm hoping for as well. So, you know, we, we always appreciate you and you're, and you're pretty, you're not shy uh, about that point, Pradeep. You're pretty vocal about this on social media, uh, which we need. So I would love if you didn't stop uh, so that can pave the way for, for other folks in the future. So Wasn't yeah. John B as well too from charity season, right? Yeah, like John. Yeah. That's what I was saying. John was the one that went on the date with Eliza and he was yeah. on, I mean, we, we were robbed of not getting him more on that. I mean, he should have been on that beach that whole time. It doesn't and make we loved him on and we loved him on his season. Like I, mm -hmm. I think I remember putting something on our Instagram about wanting more of him and making a push that he could potentially be someone mm -hmm. in the running for a bachelor. I wholeheartedly was like, that would be yeah. something that I would love to see is to shine the light on someone else, someone different, someone fresh that can bring something new to mm -hmm. the lead role. He went a decent way. Yep. Clearly he likes, he has a, he has a preference. Uh, yes, he does. It would have been great to see his season. Yeah. But it, you know, I mean, Joey's definitely going to give us a great season, but I, yeah. but I, it would have been nice to see John at least on the beach, at least have more mm -hmm. time than what he got, you know, and to be honest too, I don't know. I mean, but he would have had to, they would have had to bring, bring uh, more Eliza's. I think he, his taste yeah. is, is more in that realm of Eliza and charity. <laughs> and uh, so they would have had to bring more and they don't have the pool of people uh, quite frankly of past contestants to do it yeah so. that's that that's also a thing where it's like um you know who do you go to off the show for you to for your community you know it's like mm -hmm. you know the, the the black contestants can go can like you know they understand each other about like what what it's like to sort of be on television and like deal with you know any sort of negative stereotypes that that individuals tied to that the the white cast can care less oftentimes and just kind of do their own thing and one else is just kind of in the middle the asians and 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 uh, sort of multiracial individuals like there's there's no home necessarily so off the show it's it, it it can be um that's like another sort of dynamic that emerges as well um yeah yeah no for sure so hopefully um there's a there's a teeny tiny steps of change happening uh very teeny so we hope that the future, uh, with the changes they've made and the hiring of a, a DEI uh, expert, that oh. hopefully. <laughs> oh, snap. Wow. <laughs> she wasn't there when you were there. 
Yeah, uh, it made sense to have her there with the Black Bachelorette or anything. Uh, but she was there for charity season. And that's more for behind the scenes uh, and supporting staff, which makes a difference of who is actually producing and helping these stories. So, you know, so hopefully we we see more and uh, more representation and it's not weird or taboo. Uh, so, yeah. So that's that's what I think. Do you keep uh, in touch with anybody from the show? Oh, yeah. All, yeah, all the time. I mean, I'm, I know that I, answer, I'm... but. I want <laughs> I wanted to know who specifically. I know that you were hanging with Spencer. Both of y'all were oh. messaging me at whatever time in the morning. That yeah, was those, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm always talking to to the guys from from my season all the time. I mean, these guys they're they're like family. Uh so I'm always checking in, seeing what they're up to, seeing who's around. Uh seeing like, you know, who's you know, if seeing like what well, you know, what they're up to, trying to keep it whenever I can. I mean, I'm in I'm in LA at the moment. I'll be here till till the new year. So, you know, most likely I'm just going to be with them. Uh, any of the guys here who are here in L.A. for New Year's. Uh, and I mean, I love them to death. You know, they're, they're some of my some of my best friends ever. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm still talking to like, you know, Rod and Spence and um, and and Rome and, uh, you know, just a bunch of them, bunch of them. So we, we all we all keep tabs. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That was it was a great cast of, of guys for sure um, on that season. So. That's best, good. I would argue is the best cast, aside from like one or two people. But I would argue it's the best cast. <laughs> you you don't have to share those. I mean, you can, but you don't have to say I, anything. They are. They know who they are. <laughs> we might. We might. If you're listening, <laughs> we might know. We might. We might be able to guess. Uh, question: Are the DMs open? I mean, <gasps> I, I respond. I respond to everybody whenever they come through. That's like, not I'm, what I meant, sir. You That's know what we meant. meant. Right, so, <laughs> don't you deflect on me. Are your DMs uh, open? I'm social. I mean, look, like, I, I, you I'm know. It's crazy. <laughs> Y'all can't see Pardeep is, like, legit blushing right now. He is <laughs> blushing. So that might be my answer. All I want to that say is Andy Spencer outed his relationship here before he went to Joe and Serena's wedding. So this is a place, a safe space. That's all I want to oh, say. Safe space. Yeah. <laughs> it's just us and all the listeners. Yeah. So you can say whatever you want to say here or not. Our lovely community <laughs> supports you. Yeah, the person I'm questioning who she is, uh, you know, and, and she knows, you know, I'm trying to knack at her heart. So, you know, I'll just leave it there. But she knows, she knows who she is. Does she listen? Will she hear this? Well, she needs to. <laughs> send 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 her the link. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, she, she knows. She knows. She keeps tabs on my activity. I'm sure she I'm sure she know about this. Nice, <laughs> nice. So when you reshare, she gonna slide to the okay. Right? She like who's this? What's mm-hmm. happening? Mm-hmm. Well, it is cuffing season, so it makes sense. So I hope whatever is happening mm-hmm. happens uh, in spades for you, friend, because you are amazing. Thank and, you. Uh, yes. So I, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Yeah, and um, I can't, can't wait for it, honestly. Can't maybe, wait. Maybe you'll be the next one to do a nice little like soft or hard launch on IG because we love those. We love a launch. Or it's we a love, launch. It's, you know, we uh, love, a, love a launch, you know, but this girl, she's a little private, even though, you know, she like she she's both public and private, if that, if that makes sense. That's uh, a soft launch where you're like holding the hand and you can't see the face. Yeah, like, that's you know, the timid right? launch. That's the, the timid soft, launch. Just like <laughs> the, the back yeah. of the head off to the side, you know? Like that's, we, that's why I said hard or soft launch, you know? 
I care about this person. Don't look at their identity because, you know, I can just bail. You'll never know who they are. So it's Exactly. kind of, <laughs> it's Oh kind my of God. hell, you know? <laughs> Text me. No, just kidding. All right. Well, that's good. That's all we'll leave. We'll leave it there. Y'all don't know. We might even have to put the video footage of this because his face is totally it, like lit This up is great. and he is glushing. So I, I, I'm done. I'm done with that. We got that out. That was enough for me. Um, so we're, we'll, we'll transition, but thank you party for that. So we're, we're going to jump in because we got a lot. This was um eight hours. Oh, sorry. Three h
But yeah, that that was it was cold. It's sad because man, if no one else deserves someone on that beach, it was it was Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. It's like some I don't know some insider tea. Like I've heard that um like the producers when they when they're trying to when you're sort of driving away, they kind of just like drive in circles for a while. And um, there was this one producer that like would try to get you to cry so hard that they'll literally just bring some onions and start and start slicing onions in the limo, like trying to get you to cry. It was like, so she probably resisted all that. And so mad props to her because like, it's tough not to shed a tear in that environment. Love it. <laughs> that is like some crazy shit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I do declare. I'm like, girls. Yes. Yeah. There, there was one. There was one producer that legit carried onions around to like get people to shed tears, which is wild. Amazing. <laughs> I love that you're that off contract. Word. Okay, what was oh, that? Yeah. What was the- <laughs> that was bad work. I just really uh, quickly wanted to say um, to Gina's point of like the mask being like removed he did a really great job for her. He had like a couple of solid Bachelor in Paradise uh, filming hours where we were like in love with this, like, you know, vibe, the feeling, all of it. And in a snap of a finger, absolutely not. So I don't know. I felt disillusioned. I don't ever want to see him again. I've seen enough. Thank you for showing up. We appreciate it. Uh, We don't need to see you anymore. This was crazy. Yeah, I wasn't fooled by him, but I'm going to talk about it later. Okay. And he wouldn't have had anything if it wasn't for Olivia. Like, let's be clear. I don't think Michael gets the screen time that he ended up inevitably getting if it wasn't him with Olivia. I think if he would have been with anyone else on the beach, I don't even think it gets the screen time that he got. So it's like you were given more more screen time than John B. Yeah. He got more screen time than so many of the people like then. Um. Greer, like people that I thought would be, we would see longer throughout this. Yeah, like kind of people then that Brooklyn. Then Brooklyn, come on, come there on. There were episodes like, with people that had real relationships that he got more screen time than them. <laughs> well, I will sleep better knowing that his legacy is that he was a douche in the end, and he walked away. So that's all. Uh, so there's a little shade for you, Michael. I'm sorry. And it just goes to show you that no one knew. They could not have really known that she was the star. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't know. Thursday, they, they, none of them night, knew that. No, of Thursday of nights from nine to eleven, the star on television. Yeah, that's gonna be filled their cups, though. We gonna we gonna talk about it, it in a minute. Be. Yes, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Well, you know who you know who didn't get enough screen time. That'll be that'll be my guy, Mr. Will. Uh, oh. that, that's the guy that needed to stick around for a while. He would have taken good care of whoever. Of whoever he ended up with, uh, so he's a guy that deserved every second of that camera on it. I know he did. He did mess up with Olivia too in the beginning, but at least again he was honest. He wasn't trying to, you know. He was. He just moved on. That's that's the game of of paradise. Um, but yeah, he definitely was done dirty. That that was wrong too. He he definitely uh, yeah. had a long time. He was he was done wet too. I would argue, but you know. Oh yeah, get it. in that pool hard, man. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, that was terrible. <laughs> But see, he moved on to someone that later on, um, it turned out she was begging for an engagement. But sorry, no. and know. could have gotten it had she probably just it. chilled, just chill. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that. Okay, too. it's okay. Okay, party. Party. Oh, did you have any other things that soured your sip? Soured my sip. I think I did have one more. You know, it's as you say, like across the board, how like people can just kind of flip a script when it's convenient for them, mm-hmm. just kind of go. 
and like tug them along and then stop. And that I think is like super hurtful. And, you know, they, if you are doing that, at least be nice about it, you know, like at least be tactful and, and care about other people's feelings. So that thing could have been done better, like across the board, you know, on the whole season. Yeah. There were a couple of couples where you were just like, no, see. All right. So y'all done. OK. <laughs> From episode two. Mm -hmm. OK. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So next up, thank you, Pardeep, for those thoughts. Now, uh, who's going to be next? Let's see. So Gina, what sour did you sip, girl? Okay, I'm just going to dive right on into this. Um, I want to get into what I'm sure will be on all of our minds. The the Kylie, Blake, Avon, I don't know if I should say Kylie and Avon and then put Blake off to the side of it all. But just the whole way that things were laid out for us. I had nothing written. I had nothing written about that. That's a lie. That's I don't even lie. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I so, know that it's not even, that is very interesting because it was on my mind. Um, I'll start with Blake coming back to the beach to be the the, the best, best man. man. Be the best man. Okay. The so best friends forever. Yeah. That that that's nice. That's cute. Bringing him back, but I feel like he was brought back more so for the drama. Don't continues. the best man give the ring? He why was yes. Wells giving the ring with then? Like I'm confused. Exactly. So what was he there for? He was there to to have his conversation with Kylie, which once again, I don't think that there was anything weird going on there. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the producers wanted us to feel like there was something weird going on there by the way that they edited last week's episode and then they carried it into this week's episode. And I was just like, you you barely showed this woman her relationship or anything until the very, very end of the season. And most of it was just to show the drama that is unfolding from everything that we just did not get to see all season. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's on two sides. I'm like, Kylie, what's going on here? But at the same time, I'm also like, what do you, what did y'all do here to make this look as weird as humanly possible? And I know we're going to get into way more in the Kylie and Avon sphere of it all. Cause I have some other soured sips but I just want to start there with like the intentional way that they just made things look as messy as humanly possible when it really wasn't much mess there. Once you actually see the conversation that they had when they were um, when they like went off to the side. So I'll just say I so that was big on my list. Mm -hmm. Because you're dealing with people in real life, right? You're, you're dealing with now they are together, right? Yes. In a relationship, this could have impacted their whole week. What were you doing? Well, how come everyone thinks like there's literal memes about this, right? We talked about this, like everyone. It's fun to kind of like sort of make a fun of and laugh at in the moment. I didn't really think it was, I mean, you don't know, right? But they, like the chasing her to the car when she's talking to him, I wouldn't have used that footage, I don't think. Maybe, maybe not. But I don't know if I, it would have been really worth using it. But they, someone in that room decided that this will be a good story. And we're going to use this as as um, an opportunity to paint something, speculation. And I don't know what was going through Avon's mind. Maybe they were secure. They're like, nah, this is stupid. But it still puts doubt in your mind. And it still paints Kylie like she's some sort of harlot. Um, I did use that word. So I, I, think it's, I think it's unfair to them to do that, especially when it was totally not warranted. And then it even shows, well, I like talking to you. You're a voice of reason. And I 100% believe that because he is, like I said, he was the most mature person on the beach. So I 100% believe, you know, with the way that he approaches things, the way he speaks, 
he would be a good person to bounce stuff off of because she's here like, hey, you're somebody these she was and she was really brilliant with the way she said it. I mean, this was this was, you know, one of the things that filled my cup about that situation is like she was like, hey, my friends are going to just tell me what I want to hear. I need someone objective. I I mean, I, I I'm glad they showed that part. But people were still like all I saw, you know, coming out all the tweets again was wait, Blake, I miss Blake. Yeah, she just wanted to talk to someone that was going to just pull her out of it and speak from a different perspective. So um, that's definitely not fair to her. So hopefully she's not getting hate or shade anymore from that. But we've we've seen the memes, you know, half of our pinned tweets of the week and even the other half of what we didn't use but could have used were about that specific situation. So it goes to show it was everywhere. It was all over the Bachelor Nation sphere whether it was Twitter, Instagram, everything, it was everywhere. So yes, they made it a very big focus. They achieved what they wanted. If that's what they wanted was to have like a little buzz story, they they got it. And the and the other part of it, right? Because now they they've moved in together, I think. Uh yeah. and they you know, they're they're together and they couldn't really celebrate like everyone else celebrated. I I don't even know if I think Avon just posted on Instagram about them, you know, they did a joint post, but they they it, it's kind of like dimmed it was kind of like overshadowed from everything that happened on this episode so I don't like it I feel bad for them I hope that we see more positive content and more positive things about the relationship but yeah I'm with you I don't know if Mo has anything else to add about this part of it I do so I think that uh I think that they're easy we're easy marks first of all for what happened with the Blake Kylie situation Mm-hmm. because you know the crafty editing of like completely deleting out any sort of friendship that they have we saw mm-hmm. all types of friendships we saw you could tell that Olivia and Blake got along because they had scenes where they were talking you could tell mm-hmm. that the breakfast there was like a whole breakfast crew that would mm-hmm. always get breakfast around the same time they're all sitting together chatting and chewing on breakfast that's uh you know Eliza where her order is completely already put in before she even gets to the <laughs> to the Rose Palapa um, by Aaron B, who knows her her order, and then all of the other people that would pepper in. Cool. I think that Blake was in the Kylie union, because Kylie definitely had a union, right? Of people that no matter what, they need to stay. I need to be able to have other people synthesize my experience. I need to be able to also meddle in other people's experiences. Um, Mm -hmm. and I also need to be able to, if you're having some sort of shaky thing going on with your person, we can find you another person so you can get a rose. That's how Olivia and Kylie are in beef. So because Olivia was always the easy mark because she hadn't made it far in the previous shows. So I think that they just assumed that they would just be able to like steal her rose from one of the guys that she was with because she was a night one exit. That that became a lot more obvious to me later as, as everything was going on. Because I was like, they don't know that this is like the crown, the unsung hero of, or actually the sung hero of this season. And production really liked Olivia. And I think production does not like Kylie and Avon because why wouldn't production protect one of their stronger couples and their relationship? Especially if, all right, you know, all of this stuff happened already. Do you want to then also cave in their relationship as their home watching the show? Because that's easy to do mm-hmm. when, when you have, like you said, 
a week where she's running up the steps to while she like she had just talked to you. It's a little shaky with you and her. She's now running up the steps to some guy that's leaving and I'm begging him to stay. And it's giving kind of flirty energy, even though it's not intentional flirty energy. I just think she's just like, you know, has like a bubbly personality and that's what it was. And she's trying to be very convincing to to Blake for him to stay around to play paradise. She was able to convince like Jess to stay. Kat always stayed. So that's my thought process with it. I do think that hopefully they're mature enough to sit with each other and talk through these things that they've seen. Um, I think that Avon is secure. I don't, nothing about Avon comes off like when it comes to Kylie that he's insecure about anybody taking her from him. Mm-hmm, but yeah. if he wasn't secure, they would not be together right now because there were so many different indications, different things that were edited through where it would be over. It would be a wrap. No guys are really gonna like stick around when they feel like they're being kind of openly disrespected in this kind of way. Um, But like I said, I think that they're secure enough in their relationship that they're, they're locked in. It's also like a, well, who else you going to (laughs) get, you know, like type of thing where I think there is a status. There's some sort of status thing happening too. That's just my assessment. Avon is a big dog and Kylie is a big dog. They're not going with anybody else. It's not big. Um, that's just my opinion. <laughs> um, but you know how, you know how I how I kind of synthesize the the show that way. So we, we'll get into other things related to this in a bit. That's just my quick thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I can go into some other things that that soured my sip. Um, I know that we we got into, let's see, where do I want to take us? Listen, there's so many different directions. I speak about this every week about how, and I'm going to do it again because it soured my sip, damn it. Um, I'm going to keep saying it about, I don't know how we have a show that gives us two hours of content every week. And we even got three hours the last episode. And I still feel like we didn't get enough of things actually being flushed out. <laughs> like I, I don't know how you have that much time with the show. And we're not getting more. And I know that, you know, Paradise is supposed to be fun and just unserious to Mm -hmm. an extent, but I will always go back to there has to be a way that we actually see how we get to this, that we get to like the endings that we got to. And to what you said, Monique, about about the way that they didn't protect Kylie and Avon and how they were just fine with it because they didn't leave as an engaged couple. I think that if they were an engaged couple at the end of this, a lot of that weird stuff that they did at the end with with Kylie, mm-hmm. they would have never have done that if they had left as an engaged couple. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So because they weren't a confirmed, solidified, engaged couple, they didn't deserve the same level of protection because they're still together. Literally, you you know that they're together now and you still didn't choose to protect a couple that came out of your show. Make that make sense to me why they were not given the same level of protection that they're clearly giving to Eliza and Aaron, because the way that they put their ending, they, they let us know that maybe things are not perfect between them right now, but they still didn't sandbag them. Mm-hmm. And we're still waiting. I'm, I'm still low key. My, you know, I'm keeping an eye out. I haven't seen anything from Eliza or Aaron about their relationship 
yeah. status as it is right now. So uh, I'm keeping right, it. Because it hasn't been out. Now everybody has, because Avon put his out yesterday with Kylie. Yep. So I am um, a little nervous about that. I am too. Um, and the way that they worded it so that they're working on things. Oh, okay. Yes, they should be working on things, but they left as an engaged couple. Yeah. That's kind of, I mean, that's a bummer. I hope, you know, I hope, I hope that both are taken care of uh, and for each other, for each other's sake, instead of it's hard when you split and, and, and it sounds like that's probably what's happening or maybe the engagement's off or something. Um, um, there and then also trying to learn like how to deliver that communication because you're you have to it's not just like you have to tell family it's like you got to tell the public right and that's if they're at that point i'm i'm staying on the hopeful side of maybe just the reality of being in the real world has hit them and maybe they're taking a little bit of a step back to work through those things and they would like to do that in private mm-hmm. and not you know just rush to sharing their relationship they already had to share so much with us as it is us uh, seeing their their love story unfold um i can be respectful of them needing a little time in private to figure things out mm-hmm. without us being in the mix and hopefully they'll let us in when they're ready um right. to tell us what's going on there but it wasn't lost on me that the way that they played things out with avon and and kylie versus how they chose to word things and and kind of protect to an extent you know their engaged couple with eliza and aaron and it makes more sense of avon's frustration about not being aired again i don't i really don't see avon in particular i think he came on the show at the time he's 30 he is a 30 year old mm-hmm. man i think he he was very clear he wanted uh, kylie there was no messing around and you could see he, he he's definitely more of a reserved kind of person and and they didn't show anything i mean they're like here living together he moved with intention our clubhouse term <laughs> he, he did he, he did he he very much like eliza moved with intention and i think that he is you know and so that he was thoughtful about everything that he did and the fact that they didn't air anything but uh, then jump to baby names and then jump to her like talking to, to blake um, I think you're right. I think there is something the producers weren't fans of whatever happened. Some mm-hmm. something must have happened, but can they I, weren't fans for whatever just, reason. Can I just say with Eliza and Aaron, my partner was not convinced that she liked him. And she's someone that does not watch the show like that. She was like, she don't like that man. <laughs> I was like, oh God. I he was like, she so, likes that he's locked in on her, but if something better came along that she was like really into she's dipping she'll figure out a way to, to like dip and i said because mm, i think that happened with rodney i so while i'm happy for them mm-hmm. right i i'm happy she had someone that was all in on her mm-hmm. um and you know it, it, I, I feel like she also it's not lost on her she does not have amnesia she knows what went down mm-hmm. last year. And I think moving cautiously, I think she was feeling him. I think she was trying to. For me, though, I know I've been betrayed before. Yeah. And even though I'm not a malicious person, you start to, if you stay in that relationship when you are betrayed, if there feels like there is a betrayal, it's very hard to get to overcome it. And I don't think Aaron is a malicious dude at all. You know, we love him. We, you know, I, I just think that what it was too much 
and it wasn't revealed in time. And so she was ready to literally walk off the beach. And then when Charity was like, no, 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 he's a good dude. But there was this stuff, I think for her, that still kind of is was in the back of her mind. So I think it was different. I think if he had proposed to her before that happened, Mm -hmm. when they were in that state, we would have seen a different Eliza. Mm -hmm. And it's not lost on me that these people are watching things from their home. Like we talked about, you know, how Avon might have been watching what happened between Kylie and Blake. And it was, it could have been flustering and make you kind of like tilt your head. Even if you are securing your relationship, we don't know what playing this back has done to Eliza, having to sit back and see things play out and kind of like bring you back to that time. Maybe it was something that she thought she was over and then actually seeing it again. And then we also don't know what information then came out once she got back home either. And then things are airing. So it's just, there's still so much that we don't know about the mindset um, and how things play out once you're no longer in like that bubble of paradise and you're back home and reality can set in for a lot of people. But then they could also be one of those Paradise couples where they need a year or two yeah. years. They don't, like you can't synthesize it right on the beach and yeah. it works and they want to get married next season. It, I don't think it works like that. I think these are the types of couples that should leave dating. Like let's commit to each other. Yeah. Let's leave exclusive. This, this particular batch of people. Yeah. 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 Everyone is yeah. so young. Yeah. Acting like this is the very last opportunity there. They're, y'all are not the golden bachelor and bachelorettes. Yeah. Like, let's everybody relax. Like, relax. like even, even Marissa and Riley, even though that didn't work out, I still felt like, of course they have to get engaged. Like, cause it just felt like that was the next step in that place. Um, I think in that moment for them, and they were, um, or they we think of some other, other people, but uh, Abigail and Noah just got engaged. Like, yeah. so like, like, like Becca, and, and, Thomas, and Abigail and Noah are healthy. They seem healthy, 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 healthy. Um, you On know, the beach, you, what what were they not? They were not healthy. Mm-mm. No, no, and it, and that's okay. That's what that's what like the 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 ups and downs of uh, initially dating is. So it's totally fine. I think that yeah, I th- I felt like this was the first time that I felt everybody was kind of like pushed into it. I, I agree of the people that like left together whether they got engaged or not i felt i felt like good about those couples moving on to be couples and i actually think even in and uh and and kylie hit the jackpot i think that that's actually healthier for them to to walk away together the way that it wasn't ideal but again i think and i think kylie felt the pressure of like what the show is mm-hmm. when i'm like look this man is like giving you He's like, I'm locked in. I, I'm here and I'm not ready. He's telling you rather than do the whole ring thing and get your family all happy about something else. Like, let's just date as we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, let so me I, I, thought, I, th- I actually really respected Avon after this a lot. Yeah, that I'm going to save my commentary on that for my filled cup side. Because mm-hmm. that's actually. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's right all I'll there. say. That's all we'll say about that. What were you gonna say, Mo? Uh, I was gonna, um, you know what? I think it's better if I save that part too, because uh, that was that was gonna be a positive. Yeah. Okay. Good. So yes. Yeah, so we all agree. Okay. We're in agreement. Yes. Right. Um, back, can we go back to the negatives? Hey, listeners, it's Jasmine. I am so sorry that I could not record with my girls this week, but especially because it's the finale. Oh my gosh! But I just wanted to leave a couple of thoughts for y'all. 
Um, let's start with what soured my sips. And I'm just going to read directly from a tweet that I tweeted from our account. Kylie, honey, I'm confused. You said if Avon doesn't want to get engaged here, then why would he do it later? Uh, because y'all's relationship would have grown more? Maybe because you'll interact in the real world? If you think it's him now, it's still going to be him later. And that's that on that. Point number two. I got smoke for Avon as well. Because how y'all gonna have conversations about your baby's names and be on this whole show knowing that the expectation at the end is engagement and now you're acting brand new? What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? And then my last thing that soured me a little bit is John Henry and Kat. Somebody came for me on Twitter because they were like, you didn't like their deep conversation because you just don't like Kat. That conversation wasn't that deep. I, I appreciate what they were saying. And it's, and it's not shade to what the content of the conversation was, but it was very transactional. And it was very much like, I say something and then you say something. And then I say, thank you for telling me that. And then you say, thank me for telling you that. Like, it, it just... I hated it. Blessings to them. But what I really wanted to say is John Henry, Kat is not a girl's girl. Kat is the first one there for the girlies because she wants to be the first one in on the mess. I will let Mo pick it up. Awesome. Okay. So uh, hmm. <laughs> Kylie says out of her own mouth, out of her own mouth, my toxic trait is searching for the next best thing. You know, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I said to myself, it's good that you know that that's, that exists. Because a lot of people front, like, that's not something that they do. I think that's good that you know that that exists. Uh, but then um, it gets a little bit confusing again and again and again. Um, in the kind of sort of like not so subtle manipulating your way into a proposal on a show like this, where, like y'all have said, Avon is locked in. You won't have any problems with him proposing later. You just want a TV proposal. And like, is it worth it to like lean on him and really like turn him off from the whole entire thing? Or you be patient with his process of loving you and wait. So uh, Kylie says, she, by the way, she's 24. She says. He's 25. 25 now. Yes, right. 25. Early. Engagement is a big, big deal. So I don't want to force him into that. So then she continues. So if it's not going to happen here, then when is it going to happen? You're 30 years old. It's really discouraging. Yeah, listen, I'm going to let you finish. She said this, though. She said this. Um, and I like there were some Frankenbitten. There's some Frankenbitten shit. They Frankenbit the hell out of Avon talking. He was talking into his arm. And uh, and kind of covering his mouth. And so they frankenbit a lot of positive stuff that he had said, like he was leaning toward getting there when they were having a back and forth. And I was like, oh, he didn't say none of this. They pieced every single word from other times that he had said this. If y'all want to know textbook Frankenbites, this is the main one that I've been able to pick up on where Avon did not say what he said to her. And when it was uh, it was nighttime. And they were going back and forth and having that those issues. And he put his hand like literally they they showed the back of his head. They showed him talking into his arm. He didn't say any of that shit. He, they were still in an argument about whatever was going on. Clearly, clearly, because yeah. he, he walked off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
Amen. So not only did she say you're 30 years old, it's really discouraging. She said, it's like I'm holding on to false hope. False hope when the guy is locked in? What are we doing? And this is how I say that you get lost. It, you mentioned it as well, like getting lost in what's supposed to happen at the end of Paradise. And I made this comparison, which I'm pretty sure, I'm sorry, Avon, I'm going to do it. Um, I know you hate when we bring her up, but um, it was very much giving... In that moment, I was like, Kylie, did you not see what happened on his season and how Rachel was like ring focused, like heavy, just like at, at the end of this, I'm getting engaged, damn it. And if you're not going to provide that to me, like, why are you here? Very much. That's what it was he giving. That like, him out. He gets the skivvy. Yes. Yes. And I was like, I was like, this is going to be the thing that will drive this man away if you push too hard. Like my, the whole time I was like screaming into the television, like slow down, Kylie. I was like, you were pumped the brakes. You were going to scare this man off. I really think he is into you. But if you push this hard, you were going to back him into a corner where he's going to be like, I don't know what else to do. That's why he said what he said. when he was just like, let's just get to the let's get the business clear. If I don't propose, are we done? Like he had to. She forced him into having to ask that question because she was just so hyper-focused on how paradise is supposed to end. And that's what she wanted. And a lot of these young women have felt that way because just wanted the same thing. It had to end in engagement. Like it was going to drive him away. I was like, leaving with someone who genuinely wants to be with you is a good thing. But I felt like she could not see past the almost like feeling like she was going to be embarrassed. Even when you see them in the car. Even when she they wear her engagement dress. She said, what the fuck? I'm telling you, they seemed very hyper-focused on getting that ending and almost feeling like not getting it with like a consolation prize and just like, oh, I guess we're going to leave as a couple. Like, yes, woman, leave with this man that wants to be in a relationship with you and wants to try to make this work in the real world. It will make, I'm telling you now, mark my words. I'm going to speak directly to Kylie. That engagement if it happens in a year, six months, two years from now, it's going to feel so much better to you because you will have tested your relationship and nurtured it in the real world. And it's going to mean way more to you than it ever would have had you gotten engaged that day at the beach. And you see how much it means to him for it to be real and right. It's going to feel so good. We are praying for y'all. We hope that y'all get there, but trust your process. Go ahead, Claudia. Thank you. Um, I, I'm trying to do the negatives only of this. So I, yes, I agree because, and I don't think in her case, she, she definitely obviously was like, she was locked in. She was kind of dropping hints Mm -hmm. on the paradise. Can't wait. Hope to see my crush. Like they're clearly, and she just dropped something in her stories. He, you know, did the fire emoji to one of her stories or something like, but it was obviously like she, she, they were locked. They were, they were ready. They were ready to like meet and date and all of that. Right. And I think for her, it's like, almost like you're set up for failure. You feel like a failure if you don't get a a proposal. And that's where Jess really, you know, locked herself out. It was all or nothing. She was confused. Obviously she was kind of steering and she realized very quickly when Blake went on that date Mm -hmm. that he was quite the catch and she could have had him. And I think that, you know, again, though, they all maybe almost made a pact. I feel like those girls, um, you know, yeah. and, and it felt like you unionized, they unionized. And I feel like, you know, cat, you know, we're going to be the beach. We're going to be great. Yeah. Maybe they wanted some TV time, but I really think they were like, okay, we only win. We only are worth anything if we get proposals. Mm-hmm. And I, and I hate that narrative, right? Because they are beautiful. They are, 
you know, they, they are great. They will find people like, I, I feel like that's such a bad, just a narrative, a bad, a bad thing about the show is that they make them feel like they have to. And when we've seen so many, like we already mentioned of all these amazing couples that actually went and just dated, then got engaged. I mean, even Astrid and Kevin, right. They're on baby number two. Like, come on, come on. This is like, don't, don't be ridiculous and think that you have to, we've, you know, you've seen these couples, um, you know, it, 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 you, it, it's totally fine just to date. And if he's saying that and say, and, and what if you, and what if he'd said, if I don't give you a proposal, are we done? You know, you ain't going to leave him. Mm-hmm. So like, and if he did give you, and if you said, yes, is that the proposal that you want? You don't want that proposal. Come on. Cause you'll be sitting there questioning like, Oh, is he upset? You know? And I, and I like, I like wa- watching it all. Like, yes, it was manipulating. <laughs> yes, it was because that's, this is what we do though. This is like in real life when we're like, you know, putting our feet to the fire, we act ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. but we just happen to see it. And again, I think there's something there where they wanted us to see all of that oh, and yeah. not show us the love story part that actually got them to that point. So yeah. I was soured by all of that. Cause that was, that those arguments were, two people that really love, like they, they love each other. Oh yeah. I was struggling really to see it because the narrative didn't float there because mm-hmm. we weren't able to like build. Mm-hmm. There were some like love stories on Paradise that didn't even turn into love stories that we have seen move through, like, right? Move through the entire season and they get on dates and they do all that shit. I didn't see that from Avon and Kylie. And so then it felt like always... They all they showed her, they showed this is what they showed of Kylie. She could be very upset about this. They showed her meddling in people's relationships. Yeah. She showed her sending her friends to go and break up other relationships so that they could get a rose. Mm-hmm. They showed um that about they showed a bit of her and Avon, but they didn't really go deep in showing their conversations until it was like obligatory. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I hope that I hope that there's, you know, space for them to be in a like, you know, just like a happy bubble. And that, like, you know, I, I'm I'm interested to see them and their relationship blossom and it be healthy and they come back and they come through and get that ring. Like, but give it time. Yeah. No, it's totally Very early. But yeah. 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 So I think that we've tapped out on the yes, sound yeah. side of this. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Um, okay. Monique, what what else do you have for us? So if initially, initially with Kat. Hi, Kat. How you doing? Um, newly engaged. I, I also don't have anything on this. Go ahead. So um, initially I thought, wow, okay. It's really humanizing to be able to see that you've been through some shit. You have. But then I said to myself, I've been through some shit and I'm not cantankerous. I'm not rude. I'm not saying that I'm better than people. I'm not, yeah, I I don't, I don't walk through life with a sense of entitlement. So I think that hopefully in the interim where the show is airing, you get a shot and a chance to um, slow those emotions down and slow down the way that you look at the world because people are not your enemy. And um, being kind and friendly to people outside of your unionized group is actually nice. 
Um, but I can see that the experiences that she had, and I can like honor the experiences that she has had in her life have brought her to the way that she presents and the way that she can kind of quickly turn on what we saw on the show. But it was like a whole new narrative that they had to clean her up because she was getting proposed to. And it didn't hit for me. And like on, on the second watch, I was like, but you did all of that stuff to all those other people who were like kind of nice. Like they were nice people. They didn't do anything to you. What's up? Go ahead, Claudia. I was actually going to talk about this on both. Okay. So I'm with you, right? Mm-hmm. We all know I'm an empath. And I've been I have been rooting for Kat the last couple of weeks, as we know. Y'all were shocked. We were shocked. Um, because I suspected, I suspected that there was this other side of her. You and typically hurt people hurt people, right? Like typically there is a some layer of things that happen. I, I didn't know how bad it was. Yeah, we didn't. Um, if y'all know, if for y'all that don't know about group homes, right? Because she talked about growing up in a group home or like, you know, during a, most like primitive years, like like a teenager, a teenage girl. Uh, we just don't know what this girl th- went through. My friends that in high school, in junior high, that lived in group homes, they, they've been through it, right? It's almost like an orphanage, except for older kids oftentimes, right? They don't have younger kids. They usually have stuff stolen from them. They usually get beat up. It's not, it's not fun. And it's like, you're not going to get adopted. It's very rare that you would go get adopted. And it's like when your parents have had enough or you're, they're unable to handle or like whatever. Um, So it's essentially like for older kids and, and it's hard, right? Because you're there, like, I'm not worth being there. Obviously her saying her dad was married four times. That means there's a lot of kids. She's probably somewhere in the middle. And she's probably like, that's like her whole thing of like, look at me, look at me comes from that, right? That's my my psychological assessment of it. So I had a lot of compassion and empathy there. It's unfortunate. And I hope, I hope that she is doing the work because this is what I saw. She goes, John Henry seems like a very genuine guy. Olivia saw that. And she's like, he is a great guy. She allowed, that was the moment. And maybe she was holding the story because, you know, we also know it's like, what is the the game of roses, right? Like, what are we like, I know when I can reveal myself and talk about like a really hard thing that happened to me, right? You know, because that this will get me some next level. But she didn't do it with Zach. She didn't even do it with any of the guys before. I do believe she really likes him. I think she felt finally comfortable. And I, you know, and, and that happened. What I don't like is that it absolves her of everything else, right? Like we saw this with Shanae last year. We said this before, where Shanae was just incorrigible talking about people with different, who are differently abled and then being able to be on that beach the entire time, you know, like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It just absolved her. It was like, wait a minute. She was a terror <laughs> and we're not going to talk about it. And she was like making fun of people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about it. So I think it would be nice. She, she did write that little statement, but I want more. I need more. And I really hope that Kat has gone to therapy since then and really done a really good evaluation of herself. I did see in the moment the reason why Charity is her friend. I think for that moment, because Charity is very much like myself, I think she can push those things aside and still be friends with somebody like at their core. I was able to say, okay, this makes sense to me. So 
I, you know, I did, she did get me with that. Cause I can't, I, I can't deny that she's only in her mid twenties. Like she, that just happened to her not even 10 years ago. Um, and probably throughout her life. So I hope she gets the help she needs and she really needs to go back and apologize multiple times and never behave the way she behaved again. Oh, yeah. That is, that is what I have. Oh no, I agree with that. And I hadn't even thought about the the charity of it all, but her inner child probably needs a friend like charity. Um, as someone who definitely carries some childhood trauma, I can think of someone who's helped to heal my inner child and continues to do so. So I could see how she could need that in someone. And if charity can be that for her, that's great. And it seems like her, her new fiance might also be someone to help her as well, but she also has to do the work for herself. Like it can't just be these amazing people coming into your life. That's great. They're a part of it, but holistically she will need to do that work on her own to help her be the best that she can be for them too. Cause just as much as they're good for her, she should be, you know, giving that right back to them. And a part of that is doing the shadow work on, on yourself. Um, so I do agree. I hope that she is getting the chance to heal that, that part of her so she can be whole and enjoy um, the friendships, the relationship that she now, that she now has and is deserving of having moving forward. You know, she deserves to be able to have that, that family life that maybe she didn't get a chance to have as a kid. And this is an, an opportunity for that on the side of like, yes, I was really upset with her with how she acted throughout the season. There is potential for redemption there for her. It's there. It's possible. She just has to be willing to do the work to get there. We only see what we're allowed to see, right? Yep. We're only inside of the conversations that we're allowed to see. They definitely painted these women as mean girls Absolutely. Are they mean? Probably. We all can be, myself included. Like all of us. We can yes, all you can. Yes, you can. Yes, I'm just, I'm just messing. I'm just messing with you. What's I'm going messing. on? <laughs> no. No. So, but, but, um, <laughs> the interesting thing though is, <laughs> you guys, the interesting thing is that we i'm not i ain't gonna hold you i was looking at charity charity a little sideways like what's up with your friends what's going on here Mm -hmm. what's going on Mm -hmm. but when you look at john henry there's something in john henry that tanner did not have that can take the the like smooth out that edge that cat has she has an edge it's a razor sharp edge but it's like a dull butter knife when it's with John Henry. Mm-hmm. She knew that she had to approach him in a completely different way than any of the other guys that she had approached on the beach. And it softened her and it and it, it's working. Like it's working for them because there's certain people that can bring the best out of you. And I'm hoping that that's what happens with them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something that, Cat has that Olivia didn't have, I guess, right? To where he saw it and he was sold on Cat and he mm-hmm. was into it. Where we didn't see it. We were like, huh? But that's the edit. That's the edit that we were getting. Right. That's the the unionization that we were getting. That's the kind of, you know, popular girls running the beach or thinking that they ran the beach. Um, when when it became the televised, you know, show, they weren't running the show at all. Someone else was. They didn't know this though, but anyway. So blessings to them, like genuinely blessings to them. And I'm so glad that you said all the things that you said, Claudia, because 
it it allowed me to sort of sit back and and think about the environment that people have to fight their way out of in order to become who they are. And they you do sometimes have a propensity to fall back into some of the ways that you were surviving, right? Some of those attitudes that you had to in, in order to survive. And when you're on TV, you got to think about what you have to do after TV and you got to survive in that way too. So nobody's going to really play you. Nobody's going to fuck with you. And you're going to like, you're going to fight your way into um, the position that you want to be in. Uh, But, you know, congratulations to them. Um, We may not have liked the redemption story, but uh, we also got a chance to see a little bit more of her that was not revealed. And I'm happy that we did. I am. Yeah. No, I, re- I really, um, it's actually one of my favorite parts of the whole episode, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, yeah. You know, I really, I just, I just kind of like, I got emotional, to be it honest. The to most, I think it was the most important part of the episode. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so, I, be- I didn't believe none of them engagements. I'm sorry, anyway. Yeah, but that that one, I, I really actually believe. I believe uh, that one, yes. I, I actually, I actually believe that one because you get closer after something like that. You look at someone, um, you want to heal them, you want to help them. And I and I believe John Henry is a helper. I believe that he is um someone who wants to heal and take away pain. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I'm actually excited to see their journey going. Not through. trying to fix things, not trying to change you. No, no. And you, to like, I'm gonna love you exactly as like where Tana was like, whoa, you're too much and like yeah. you're gonna be too much for the wrong people and not in perfect for the right person. And I, I just think that was total fate. Yeah. That was something that was never going to happen. You fall into someone that's seeking to really understand you, what makes you who you are and how you got there. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's all I have. Um, yeah. All right. The thing, the, the only thing that I'll, I'll say, you know, I think we covered everything, but I really just more leaning into the way that I don't know if it was <laughs> the wedding. I feel like the wedding they brought Maddie and uh, and Kenny. Love to see them, but I felt that they were like, "See, this is what you can have." And they did go through. It. They did go through it, but that I always felt it was real. I always was like, "Oh, they gotta leave together. They gotta get engaged, right?" Like I was like, it was a different feeling, like we talked about. And I feel like they were brought in and then to kind of like coerce these people into an engagement. Mm-hmm. Cause I really, I really, even Aaron and Eliza, the whole season, I felt like they're going to be, they're going to end up together. Like they'll leave the beach together at the very least and see what happens. I didn't, I was not expecting an engagement. I wasn't. I was. And then I wasn't, I thought that they, they went through enough that I was like, okay, I don't think it's going to end an engagement anymore. I remember when I started to change tune on what I thought would happen with them at the end of the season. Like I was a little mm-hmm. less hopeful for an engagement, but I was still hopeful that they would leave together. Cause there seemed to be enough love and care for each other to at least see what things would look like in the outside world. But if anyone was really paying attention to Maddie and Kenny, like, yes, they left, you know, engaged and everything like that, but they also took time. Mm-hmm. They, they, they took time outside of, the beach and they're like one of the few couples that like on my own personal account like that I actually kept up with because I I really wanted to see them win and flourish 
Um, I loved Kenny. I thought Kenny was a riot and <laughs> to see him like settle in and like stop being with his old ass. Bad, yeah, just, stop how being dare you. Bad boy. How dare you call him old? Anyway, <laughs> and, and grocery old. store Joe and his old ass, yeah. they, they yeah. embrace it. They, they did a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But they took the time to not like rush into getting married once they left engaged. So although they left engaged, they there's still that storyline of hey, they were two seasons ago. They're not season eight. They're season seven. They took mm-hmm. time after being on the beach to to really be a couple and be together, really bridge their lives together first and live in the real world before getting married. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yes, you could say, oh, this could be you, but you could 100 percent make the argument of mm-hmm. you. You can still take time out of here and not rush things. Right. Right. And it's I think funny. that they would tell you that if you spoke to them. Yeah, but they still wanted them to sit down with the. um with Avon, who was having all these doubts yeah. to sort of bludgeon him over the head with. So um, why don't you want to get, why don't you want to um, leave with a proposal? You yeah. could be like us, right? They're like, go do your work over there. Go do the Lord's work and talk to Avon. And he was yeah. like, yeah, none of y'all are going to convince me about this. And Avon was under duress. He was like, everybody's coming from yeah. all different He's angles. like, I'm out. I'm going to go to bed. And he looked like he rested well. Mm-hmm. He looked like nobody, he was not phased by this nonsense. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, I was just saying that there were there was some comments that I saw even getting where people were like, well, why don't you just go ahead and just propose to her and then date outside, you know, continue to date outside like it's just an engagement. Like there were some crazy cracked out comments that I saw. When, when Nick almost got down on one knee with, Kay, with Caitlin, people were going to throw fire on her because it's not just an engagement. People want to mm-hmm. do that thing one time only. Yeah, yes. waste it because they even definitely is not here for games. He's not He's here like, to do this. It was a big time. deal for him to say, "I I will leave with you. We will date. We will move it. Like we we're gonna do it on my time, or it ain't it ain't happening." Mm-hmm. I'm a cheer for that when it when it happens because when Avon decides to get down on one knee, it's gonna be real mm-hmm. and it'll be something to celebrate. But yes, they were sandbagging him in the, in the comment section. Uh-huh. I was like, "This is crazy." No. He was, buried, he was buried under the rubble there, man. Ooh. And this was uh, under like a Bachelor in Paradise account. Like it was under that official account that they were showing like a clip maybe of like a preview. And then under it, it was just like eating him alive. Like just propose to her. Like you can date outside. And then, you know, if it doesn't work out, you can just end the engagement like everyone else. And I was just like, hello? Like you just answered your own question. And that's more devastating. Like yeah. that is more devastating to her. To think she's gonna get married for certain, and then like it's it doesn't work out. Like and you put a Neil Lane diamond ring on my finger, and they married back. You, you got it back. I'm not giving it back. So we're staying together forever. This is what happens with shows that disrespect the institution of marriage. Of, of marriage, when people mm-hmm. take it so seriously. I'm even watching Married at First Sight. Crazy. When I tell you people, they just giving up. There's no understanding. There's no, no compromise. They don't know how to argue. They don't know how to communicate. And they got married to these people. <laughs> they signed up for a show to get married, to not mm-hmm. do the things. Now, what I disagree with, with people jumping all over Avon is you, they were saying, you knew what happened with Rachel and you didn't, you came on a show to propose to Rachel. Oh, I think he came on the show for an opportunity and it worked out where, he liked, he liked the woman, yeah. But this is the same thing with Peter Krause, right? Where it's, 
y'all knew what y'all signed up for. And we've been saying this for a long time. I do think that things change and the show structure should adapt to where people want to leave. Like, where do you want to leave this relationship? I want to like, he's like begging and saying, babe, it's you and I, let's go together. That's it. Just you and me, let's go. Nothing else, no one else. No one that came down was even going to like cough at Avon. They couldn't even like breathe in his direction. Not even, not even, they didn't pull him because he was like, they he come down, he never he got like, pulled Did he even get pulled when Katie came down? I don't never. remember that shit. <laughs> no, no one, no one had him. He was like, nope. He would he would turn to the he would turn like the other way. But he would he would put you put Kylie in a in a headlock that they used to do when yeah. other people would come down to come steal their girls. Yeah. And all of a sudden you in a headlock. Like what the hell? Not, not even no, yes, for that too. And people still would call her, but like mm-hmm. he was like, all right, you know, he, he was very like much more attachment. He was not worried about any of that. So that knowing that um should have been enough. And you know. Oh well. Well, I'm soured out. So, uh, yeah, so I'm soured out. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to come back and talk about all the things that filled our cup. Yay. And we're back. And our cups are filled. And we're black. Here we are. Um, Let's talk about what filled our cup. As for what filled my cup, I just absolutely adore the beauty that is... Aaron and Eliza, that is the couple that I cared about the most leading towards this finale. The proposal was beautiful. Aaron, knowing Eliza's perfect breakfast order will never get old to me. I think that is so sweet and just one of those things that is so telling of how you can care for someone. That that just really filled, filled my cup. The last thing that filled my cup, I got to say, and I've been saying it all season, and I'm sorry to be a broken record, but our girl Olivia carried back needs chiropractic help because she carried this season. I love her. I think that um, she deserves a, 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 a really, really like actual chance at love, um, not someone just playing along i'm still not really sure what happened with the michael thing because i was rooting for them but um regardless she's been amazing and and that's off the show too if you look at her instagram if you look at her tweets if you look at just how she replies to anyone who tags her in something um she is it she is a bad girl in the best way and i love her and i am just going to continue to stand um but yeah, this was a wild season. This was crazy. Thank you all for listening to us and following along with us this whole ride. And um, oh my gosh, I can't wait to discuss Joey with y'all. Actually, before Joey, I can't wait to discuss the uh, golden wedding with y'all. So <laughs> talk soon. Sorry I couldn't be on y'all. Bye. All right. So we will transition to now uh, what filled your cup. So Pardeep, definitely want to know what filled your cup during this episode? I mean, I'm so, so happy for Eliza, honestly. Because, yes. like, first of all, like, we all, this is a fact. Like, Eliza absolutely just, like, been stunning, right? And so, and everybody knows this. 
but like she's also so nice too and like smiley and like cheerful and bright and so to see that she got got the engagement with seems like a nice guy very very happy for her i mean it's like that's that's a nice that's a nice bow to to the story i think because she's been on this for a while uh and um and you know having having meet her and meeting me having met her in person and seeing um you know how, how she acts on on the show it's like that that's that's her personality so it's like it's a pleasure to see that she got she got her happy truly all right yes yes we are in fact still black with filled cups um so next up uh so thank you pardeep um you're gonna go first that little montage at the end where they were just <laughs> <laughs> all the happy couples right uh, and I honestly, I prefer that over like a uh, over a reunion. The like, reunion can get a little messy, you know. So like, just doing the little photos at the end to just kind of tie it up, sort of quick and sweet, uh, yeah. and sort of reminded us that like actually the paradise produces more couples than the main show, uh, which Imagine. I think, which which is nice. It's nice to be reminded of that despite like all all the drama. Yeah, no, that was um that was amazing. That was yeah, because I mean the, the doing the percentages, right? I mean, of course, on the actual show, Bachelor or Bachelorette, there's only one couple that could actually walk out of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the, so compared to like the multiple opportunities and friendships, so that yeah, that was nice. Yes, and I think given all the the drama off air, they that reunion they would have had to have it wouldn't have worked out. I don't think it would have worked out. I I hope. Again, that people have resolved their issues, but I don't think that that would have been. It's uh, a no. They probably have not. <laughs> they probably, I mean, they probably would have people. Like, I'll go if that person doesn't go. Like, who knows? Mm-hmm. I think they were like, you know what? We don't have the kind of insurance. Yeah, we're so. good. <laughs> oh, is there some other some other kind of tea that you're alluding to here? They they don't mind uh, don't mind spilling. No, there- no. I I wish I had more, but I think just throughout the season with all that, you know, because I think, I mean, and you know this, right, from being on TV and just knowing the people, things that are edited from compared to, like, Jamie was on your season, right? That guy, Jamie. We, we try not to bring him up, but whatever. Um, that everyone was like, he was such a nice dude. And then he's there, like, these peasants below me mm-hmm. or they, I'm the best. And like, he was god awful and like no one knew until things air mm-hmm. and i think that that's why a lot of the fighting happened um you know throughout it was because people were like triggered by what they're seeing and stuff that they weren't aware of and some people are like ah yeah in that moment that's fine and then some people are like this is terrible this person sucks so some people were like nah you was talking shit <laughs> like shit you were talking so much shit in your confessionals that's mm-hmm. not how it, re- it appeared to me, but okay. Right. So, yeah. I, I did want to say, I think I, at first it was a sour sip, but now it's going to be a filled cup. We were sustained by the unionization of the women. They had a union the same way that like mm-hmm. the Aaron, Aaron. Nancy's, the Aaron's had a union at with James and all of them where it's stay on the beach, no matter what you saw Kylie, when Jess was trying to leave, she was like, Please do not leave. We are a union. You know, you saw them fighting to the death for Kat to get some a rose from anyone to get a rose from a crab, right? So that she could stay on the beach. Mercedes, they're trying to get her to get anybody to give her a rose. And it's, to me, completely playing paradise, right? Why would Jess stay? 
her number one connection from the very first time she set foot on the sand, decided to dip. You should have dipped because you ended up dipping anyway a day, like less than 10 hours later. It, you look, it looks foolish. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and that very, very first connection, you're talking about Blake, right? Yes, yeah. Sir. I mean, he'd probably, probably just be back one day. You know how it is with this guy, you know, he'll probably just show up to another season at some point. So I think. I don't know. Maybe he's done. I think he's done. done. Yeah. Maybe. I, I think he waited a while. Cause I know when he was going back to back to back bachelorette seasons, we, th- we all thought he'd be on paradise. And I think he really did take some time to soul search, especially after, uh, you know, when he broke up with Katie, cause he didn't come back right away when they had that breakup. I mean, that was pretty gut wrenching as we saw clearly how it impacted him. Mm-hmm. And thank God he took time. Cause man, he came back hotter. And then he came back on the beach and uh, he came on the beach. And um, I think he was like, I could give this a shot, mm-hmm. you know, maybe similar to Joe or it's, he saw that it worked for Kenny, but then, you know, I, I just don't think it was the right pool of people for him. Yeah. Do you think the women were just way too young? Because that's what I was saying. I think, I think where the young women worked for Joe or for Kenny, those type of young women, uh, cause Olivia is young too. Right. But I think she's very mature. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, just where she's at in life. It's not mm-hmm. like, Jess is immature necessarily, but I think that they just picked, you know, Serena seemed very ready to get married. You know, Mari, obviously she, they were locked in and they're like, we're good. Um, I think this just, this particular pool had a vision of where they want to be in life. Even though they want to get engaged, they still had a path. And to me, Blake seems more like he's ready for, for kids. He's going to be like, it'll be like short marriage and then like we're gonna have babies like right away like we're gonna we're gonna jump into life we're not gonna do a lot of this influencer stuff uh mm-hmm. other than a means for income <laughs> you know for what we need to do but i think he seems ready for a much more mature uh relationship so mm-hmm. yeah cool any any other last thoughts there pradeep you have anything else that you nah, nah. I think I'm good with that. Awesome. yeah i know we squeezed we squeezed that lemon all right, thank you for those. Uh, so now I would love to call on Miss Momo. Please let us know. I think you had some things fill your cup. You've alluded to some things already. So I'd love to hear what you felt filled your cup. So I think, um, man, mine are lighthearted. I'm gonna be honest with you. I fell asleep during the proposals because I was like watching it extremely tired. Um, and so that filled my cup actually because when I looked at the clock and it said 29 minutes left in the episode, I was like, what more could we be doing here? Are y'all kidding? No way. What's going on? Um, I did end up watching it. Don't worry about that. I did end up watching it, but um, it was still a little bit painful. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like, there, damn, there's no one left. There's nothing going on. Yeah. And it didn't, it felt like kind of unceremonious this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it is what it is. But I'll say this. I have two. I finally enjoyed the shaman date. Mm-hmm. Where they did the shaman date. That date with Eliza and Aaron was like soul stirring. It was so beautiful. There's something about Aaron with Eliza where mm-hmm. I believe him. I think he's a lot of people will, on her. Is he's it locked him? in. I believe him. Everything he's saying, this is his dream woman. Now, are you her dream guy? That ain't my business. That is not my business. Because <laughs> I do think that maybe in a in a place with a, within Eliza, she might still be searching and need to be convinced that this is it. Which yeah. is a lot of people when they're in relationships. Cool. 
But um, that was a really awesome date. Mm-hmm. It felt like it didn't disrespect Mexican culture. It felt like it was like on par and on point with what, what they were going through at the moment. So this was one of the first times where a culturally appropriation date, if you will, made sense to me and it felt good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because it was really the goal of pulling something out of them instead of like <laughs> appropriating yeah. and that, if you will, it was, a, it was, it's always a, cult- a culturally uh, appropriated, but yeah, it felt, it felt, uh, it felt very real and he yeah. is all locked in. So I hope that all is well with them because if not, he seems like whoever he ends up with is he's going to be all locked in. He's going to yeah. be ready to go, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. I like his seriousness, you know, just very mm-hmm. serious in a way that hi Tanner. Tanner is not. You could learn from Aaron. Excuse um, me. But Excuse Tanner me. is on Tanner is on you done jump the ship from Tanner. Well, we, we're, ship sep- Tanner. we're separated. We're not oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Was it a conscious uncoupling? <laughs> Leave him alone. Okay. okay. So so my final one, I actually went back and rewatched all of Avon's facial reactions and his like the gestures, he was going through it, trying to like will Kylie to not want an engagement because he did not want to do it. Like he was like, oh my God, oh, like he was doing the most. It felt like the blackest moment I've seen uh, this season. There were a lot of black moments, but I was like, these are some black ass responses right here. Um, Listen, he was under the gun and uh, I was here for it, but I was also like, ma'am, please just get like stall him out like mm-hmm. he was given um I, Gina's gonna know what this is the I'm in a bind Nate I don't know what show that's from but yes it's from, um I think it's from set it off when uh Jada Pinkett was in a bind and she was like I'm in a bind yeah like, okay no well then I do know that I was thinking that you're talking about one of your shows that I don't watch no stay tuned I used to have the VHS of set it off please listen um, yeah iconic but we might have to cover that okay anyway yes i love that i love that all right cool gina did you have anything yes so how could we not go to the other side Mm -hmm. of we had a lot of sour sips when it came to the kylie and avon situation but i think we can all agree that his care and the way that he i feel like really stood up and was very much like the the man in this situation, but in a healthy way, the in leader. a the leader, as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. I feel like he stood up and was just like, babe, this is what we need to do. I promise you that if you follow with me, I will not lead you mm-hmm. astray. Like I felt like there was a sense of safety and security that I felt sitting on a couch where I was yeah. like, I would walk away with you right now. Yeah. Like I would leave with you right now in this moment because I feel safe to be led away. And that is something that you cannot, that is priceless to have a man make you feel that secure and just being like, just do this with me. I got you. Like, I will catch you if you fall type of a feeling. I I love that. You know what it's giving, Claudia? Remember a different world where every time Whitley was fucking tripping. Oh my God. Dwayne would come in and be like, listen, I'm not finna be arguing with the woman that's my wife. Yeah. Uh, Get your stuff and Mm -hmm. let's go. And then she would look at her homegirls and be like, okay. I'm going to see y'all on the back end. I'm going with my man. Dwayne. Okay, Dwayne. Hey, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. 
She like, okay, what, whatever you say. Yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's that strength. It's that like um, that mm-hmm. healthy masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's, I think he was very clearly communicating with her mm-hmm. because after a while, he definitely had to like, con- like kind of really reiterate his point and make his point solid. Mm-hmm. But like, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Oh, it, it was BDE for real. Like it, it was giving. BDE. BDE mm-hmm. for real. My babe, let's go. Without trying to speak for her or anything, but it was like, I listen, this is it. This is, I'm not going to give you an engagement, but it wasn't in a a rude way. It was like, but what I can give you is this. And and, and he was very clear. He doesn't speak out of both sides out of his mouth. He Mm -hmm. is very much, this is what you get. If I say it, I'm I'm committed. It's like, babe, I'm not ready, but I'm going to get there. Yeah. Just wait a little bit. Yeah. Like I, I need to live with wanted. you. I need to be with you. So before I give you a ring. And it gave her what she wanted because I also was listening to her side of it too. Cause I was trying throughout the episode to be like, let me get, let me see where she's trying to get at. Yeah. And although a piece of it was, yes, I want the engagement, but she went in a little bit more to say that if you're telling me that it's X, Y, and Z, then why are we not getting this? It's making me question things. I think him being so firm with his conviction about what he was feeling gave her enough to be like, okay, I can at least go with this. It may not be what I wanted us to end with, but you're giving me enough reassurance that, that we are, we're doing this together. And I feel like she needed that as well. As a woman, you need that because there's always that piece in your mind of like, does he really love me? Does he really want me? Am I safe here in this situation? And he was able to at least give her that without, even though he wasn't giving her what she felt like she wanted in that moment. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Any other things that filled your cup? Oh, I loved Sam. (laughs) Oh my God, I have her. Sam Sam was wasting people's time from the moment we got on the sand. Sam wasted all of our time. And I wasted my time. But I love how easy their breakup was. I felt like that was such like a, no, we're not going to work in the real world. Right, like, this was fun. Like, you know, we have to get like visas and stuff, like, right? Like, this is not working. You know who I am. What do you think this is? What are you talking about? But I thought that there was something nice about that because if you're going to go down there on the beach and just be there for a good time, being from Canada, do it. Being from Canada. Yeah. Yeah. She was oh, like, it was hey, fantastic. It was fantastic. We didn't get much from them at all, but no. they still say that again. It was we like, we got a lot of twerking from him. And I knew they weren't going to work out because of how they edit, like being that, look at the two of them, right? If they Mm -hmm. were going to work out, we would have gotten way more content from them. So the fact that we got as little as we did, I knew that they weren't getting Yeah, but they were able to stay on the beach. I mean, play it that way. If I ain't going to get it all, I'm just going to have a good time and stay here. So it was. All right. So who's 1A, who's 1B? Chris and Alana and and Sam and and Pilot Pete. Because Chris and Alana, aren't they still together? Well, they're still together. Right. Crazy. They're still but they're like the most un- the most forgotten couple on Paradise yes. in the history of the show. Yeah. Only the people that know them. Yeah, and I think they live in uh, Utah now or something, but they're just living their happy little life. They have a house. They, you know, I-, I like it. I like it for them. So the little famous, but not really. Yes. So I will save what's left because I know that this last one, we all have it. So I will. I will it's not last, it. but it is. We, we can get into it. No, my last one. I'm oh, saying, your last one. Yeah, oh. yeah, my last one I will save because I know that it's probably something that we share. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So I have a couple. So just for me, I just had 
real quick ones, ones that seem silly. So one silly fun one, I'm a, I'm a product of the eighties and nineties, but I went to school in the nineties and I am cheesy. I love the rave thing that they did afterwards. Did you see Kenny's sequin suit? It was amazing. Yeah. It was pretty fun. To me, it was a nice way because it was so heavy. The episode was so heavy. It was just super, it was really stupid and light. They didn't even, it was giving too hot to handle party too, like where they would (laughs) come on angels and devils. And, uh, but it was super light. It wasn't like they were like, had to be decked out. Mm-hmm. They just kind of dressed in like silly ways. I like the colored bow tie. I like yeah. Aaron. I thought Aaron's look was like really Aaron good. Aaron looks great. Pilot Pete looks great. Like he was like, he he really nice. He looks just really nice. Like it was just a lot of fun. So I thought that that was a good way to um, bring my blood pressure down from this episode. So I just thought it was, you know, because it was so heavy. How fun do you think life is with Kenny? It's just never ending fun. Awesome. Unserious. I loved him from it needs to be. I love him from the moment he he stepped foot on Claire's season and then Tasia's. I was like, I want this man all the time. And then he was on Paradise. I was like, thank you. Love him. They must have a great life. And I think they balance each other out because I feel like Madi's actually probably more like very domestic and very just based on what the content she gives us. She likes to cook a lot. She's she's a hustler too, but they I think they balance each other out. But that whole thing, the wedding, the rave, I just thought it was fun it's always great to see them. Like we just, and there's nobody that doesn't love them. So they were a nice touch. What I'll also say is I loved, I think I just, besides, I I really do love that Avon and Kylie, although like who knew that uh, John Henry and Kat would be like my favorite couple leaving the beach, to be honest. Like I really, I really am just rooting for them so much. I can't wait to just watch all the content come out. But I really loved also Avon and Kylie. Like I loved their post. They looked fly as hell on that post, that joint post that they had together. Um, like living together. Them. Yeah. It, it just proved to be like he he stood his ground and it and it turned out to be what was best because he saw what was best for both of them. It wasn't just about him. It was like, I know this is what we need and this is what's best for us. We are committed. Don't worry about this. Um, and I loved seeing that. So I, I love that those two, uh, yeah, Gina is showing us the post there. Like, look at, look at them. Like, they're just beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful. And I, I'm, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for their, for their engagement. I know that that's what's coming. Lastly, our boy, Brayden, we showed him so much love last week. He is with Christina. Now I know Christina had a, a, a mean girl moment. I will say, I'm going to disclose, Christina and I talk quite a bit because she's a single mom. So we we chat quite a bit. We root for each other. And I had no clue about this relationship. I don't think there was any rumblings of this relationship, right? Like, no, this was a total surprise. So when I was talking to her, you know, she followed us not too, like a while ago, like, but it's like, you know, four or five weeks ago. And, um, but her and I have been chatting just, you know, just to be like what it what it's like to date as a single mom and to be a single parent full time. And um, so I, I am also rooting for this relationship. And she was really good about coming clean and owning what she did early on with Brianna. She was like right away, right away. She was like, listen, I, I was not doing well. Like, I think she did it on the Women Tell All on Zach's season, but I'm a big fan of hers. I'm a big fan of his. Really happy. And who is Brayden, right? Young Brayden to date a woman with a child. He has his pick 
of anybody in this franchise, anybody outside of this franchise. And so for him, it speaks volumes to me of who he is. It just only adds another layer because it takes something to date somebody with a child full time, especially at that age. So I just, I'm loving it. I'm here for it. That's all I got to say. And somehow I'm not surprised though, because what Brayden showed us, even on Cherry season, when we kind of were feeling a little iffy about him, I feel like there was a certain level of intention that he was moving with. And that's why the process just didn't really work for him on the season with Charity, because I feel like he needed to be in like a one-on-one situation with someone and like not have like these competing factors with like other people in the mix, Mm -hmm. which is why I thought Paradise could be a really good place for him. He's happy. And I just, I, I could see him wanting to be in a more mature situation. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly it. Mm -hmm. Even already, we've only had like two or three days to watch their social media. The way that they are being with each other and how happy they are to show their relationship and what it looks like for them to be together has been really sweet. I've been following closely. That's what it looks like, by the way, folks, with a couple that's happy and they walk off. They weren't on the show together, but man, I mean, and who knows if Christina couldn't be on Paradise because like childcare or like being, you know, who knows, but um, however they found each other, I'm really grateful for it. Actually, I think it's better that she wasn't on because he needed yeah. to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. all of this mm-hmm. and figure out that he needs to get his shit together and approach these relationships a little bit more seriously. And yeah. I think he got what he needed out of Paradise. Yeah. On. Love it. I, I, I'm so happy. I was so over. I was totally surprised by that. Um, it got us good. The what? It got us good. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was we were totally surprised by that. We did we're like, oh, he left by himself. And you know, I guess he, you know, maybe and if anyone, maybe he was gonna reconnect with someone from the beach, but he really was trying to be with someone. I think Paradise was a good option for him if the right people were on the beach and it just didn't pan out. I think he really was locked in with Kat. And then he saw he made the mistake with Rachel, but he really I think he really would have stayed with Kat. You know, because remember too, and this is also what gives me uh, insight into who Kat is because to to me, Brayden is a pretty great guy and he he really was was committed to her and into her. So I'm rooting for these folks. I want them to win. Paradise does have, what's on their side is that Paradise does have the better odds uh, in their favor. So, I yeah. was going to say, um, is there anywhere that Brayden and Aaron S have been interviewed about their like harrowing experience of almost dying in the, in the uh, ocean. Yes. I just can't remember where they definitely did get interviewed um, from other outlets outside of bachelor nation. So I just, if you Google it, you can find that. it. That sounded, um, that sounded like they wouldn't have been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like Wade, they had to like tread water for however long. Mm-hmm. That's wow. Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch a show called I Survived and he used to talk about situations like that where it's like in like most people would not have survived like a very catastrophic situation. And there was one where like someone's boat did capsize and they were out in the water for like it seemed like days and were like trying to make their way back to shore and like waiting to be found. And that was the first thing I thought of when they started talking about that story was just like that is a freak accident, a one in a million chance of something like that happening and to be able to survive that. You see I NFL something. players that do not survive those sorts of accidents. And it's almost like once every other, like two years where a boat capsizes with that, where they were fishing, they were like on a fishing trip. Mm-hmm. Don't survive. Yep. Um, Very scary. All right. Well, 
The last one I want to say, and we have to close it out mm-hmm. with the unsung surprise of the season that we did not know we were going to get, but thank goodness we did, Miss Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, we did talk about the sad side, as uh, he mentioned as well, about you know just the sadness of her leaving, right? That she deserved more. But man, so much, so much uh, overall from the season. But you know, I'll just I'll just start by saying the thing about Olivia is she just was always unapologetically herself. Mm-hmm. She was always vulnerable. She never went halfway. She always went all in or nothing. And like that's scary. And I wish I had that vulnerability at that age at that time because mm-hmm. I might have. I mean, I. I wouldn't have had my son if I was that person because <laughs> I wouldn't have been with my ex-husband. But I've always struggled with vulnerability. And I've said this before, and I'm always grateful when I see how vulnerable people can be. And she is by far the most vulnerable person ever because she just shares her soul. Mm-hmm. She like shares from the spleen <laughs> and she's like, you got me or not. And it's something so beautiful to see. And so while we are sad that she's not with someone, she she got the best person ever, which is herself, you know? And um, and she kept saying that, like, y'all don't even know if I'm ending up with someone. Y'all just assuming like, oh, poor Olivia. No, poor Olivia. Olivia has gotten to see herself and we've gotten to love who this woman is at her core. So she won. I mean, she was at 50,000 followers the other day. She had, what, 3,000, 2,000 when she started uh, on Paradise. And um, she's she's gotten a lot, you know. I'm, I can't wait to see her. She could be a full time influencer. She hustles. She's here like refing, you know, high school games and running around working. Fantastic. So I'm so happy that she got the edit of a lifetime, which was just herself. I think, and I think they loved her. I think they really did, and I think that there is a small chance. I, we don't know the women of of Joey season, but there is a small chance people really are pulling for her to be bachelorette. Um, that would be amazing. So, yeah. It's one of those where I'm almost afraid of it because mm-hmm. I have grown to love and care about this woman to the point that I I would love for her to have that opportunity because she just seems like she's just a breath of fresh air and a lightness and a realness that I just would love to see. But at the same time, there's a certain level of protection that I now feel for my little sister. <laughs> that I feel like in my mind, like it would just be tough to watch if they don't protect her in the way that I feel like she would need it. Like, yes, she's strong and she can get out there and I feel like she would handle herself well. But if they don't do the right by her with like picking a amazing crop of men, I, I feel like I would be swinging and fighting the television every week <laughs> on that season. But she really mm-hmm. just gave us so much. And Olivia, hopefully you'll hear this. We loved you. We enjoyed having you on our screen every week you breathed life into a season that I'm not even sure if I would have made it through without you being on it it was just beautiful to see her her commentary she was funny she was just She's witty downright witty entertaining yeah just it was beautiful to to have her there love it and yeah. her commentary on Instagram her stories mm-hmm. were hilarious all season mm-hmm. her stories her tweets her tweet replies Uh, I think that they had no idea in this particular case when they casted her for The Bachelor and then brought her back onto Bachelor in Paradise. I I wonder if they did, though, because she was one of the first on the sand, right? 
So maybe yeah. they don't know. And it was just, you know, a quiet secret. But I mean, just what more can you say? She's currently experiencing back spasms right now because I mean, her back is just really hurting. Better be paying for that chiropractor. I'm telling she you. She carried, she carried, um, completely carried. She's like the Beyonce of the Back Foundation right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You can do that. She can do no wrong for me. Um, and you know, I'm not really better than all of that. I, I like a little hypocrisy here and there. Um, but also she's like, we've called her out on this podcast and she's been receptive to everything that we've said, receptive to growing and learning and changing. That's not a lot of people that like are reality television stars that want to actually do better. And, uh, you can tell that she's like a good, solid, decent friend that, you know, she cares about the people that are around her. And um, we just, we wish you the best. We wish you happiness in the future, wherever that comes, whatever that looks like. And we actually want to see you on our screens in more, uh, in less stress. Maybe some hosting, I don't know, a little corresponding you know, um, hosting some of these uh, these dates and shit like that. Love it. I don't want to see you fighting for nobody. I want to see her they, in the NCAA. They should be fighting for you. What the fuck? So yeah, she's we. This is not the last um, that yeah. we're seeing of her. Uh, and even if it's not in Bachelor Nation, I, I mean, I would prefer it, right? I'm, I'm sure maybe we see her on one of these uh, special op shows, whatever the show's called, Special Forces. She would kill uh, anything athletic. I would love to see her on that. I would love to see her on that. Uh or even one of the the challenge shows or mm-hmm. um or even, you know, any of these other sort of like collaborative mm-hmm. reality TV star shows or anything. I mean she's just fantastic. I would love to see her ref um, you know, NCAA or mm-hmm. or the NBA. Whatever she wants to do, I want her to have those opportunities. And so Olivia, thank you for giving us the gift of you. Um, I was waiting for her. I did see that they were like, yeah, there's this one contestant from night one. That's like, get me as the bachelorette, put me on paradise. Like she was just going for it. And I'm, I love that she shot her shot because it turned into us uh, getting a friend, getting someone that we got to see and shine. And so we love you, Olivia. And thank you for, thank you mm-hmm. for, for making the season palatable. This was like, it was a joy. It, it, you know, it, it would have been hell to watch. This was a joy to watch. Yeah, because every time they open up the show, who are they going to immediately to recap? <laughs> and it would just make me feel really happy. I was I would feel warm. I'd be like, all right, but this great way to set the tone here. We're, this is what we came to see. So yeah. appreciate yeah. it. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Well, that was it. Uh, this is amazing. First season wrapped um, with Rosé Noir. Uh, as Rosé Noir, I should say. And it has been amazing just to continue on with you ladies and uh, and Jazz too, of course. Uh, Jazz not with us, but it really has been just dope. And I can't wait. We got some stuff for y'all coming up. So uh, just stay tuned, get ready. We got some stuff in the off season. We're going to be covering jo- Joey season. We cannot wait for that. And uh, we're going to cover some other shows, have some other guests. So Thank you all so much from the bottom of our hearts. We absolutely love y'all. Um, we, we see y'all are, are really engaged. Uh, the listens are climbing. We appreciate it. Keep sharing the podcast with folks and showing us some love. 
because you all keep us going for sure. Thank you so much. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you for joining us. I yeah. appreciate you. You know, you're one of my favorite people and, um, you know, and thank you. We hope to see you soon, maybe uh, linked up with someone in the near future. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, I think it's very likely. But we will see. <laughs> um, let, let the uh, let the folks know where can we find you? Oh, yeah. Y'all know where I'm at. I mean, you know, it's, it's part deep in Brooklyn all the way on Instagram. Uh, I'm still I'm still deep brain stimuli on X or Twitter or whatever it is now. Uh, and, you know, I'm still out and about, you know, trying to trying to stay positive and trying to spread spread love. So, of course, like slide in my DMs anytime. I love talking to people. Uh, and respectfully, though, slide in his DMs respectfully. Re <laughs> respectfully, please. Mm -hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you for that. Because uh, we all know there's plenty of uh, not respectful DMs out there. Listen, wow. <laughs> yeah. And 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 back to you all. Like you know, keep 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 this keep this podcast up because uh, you know we need your voices out here, and uh, and we need and we need this representation from from three beautiful black women. So please keep it up. That's four, but thank you, four. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, but, yes. but but thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. Keep doing your thing. We're gonna make sure we help to represent you as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, come back anytime, anytime. <laughs> awesome. I'll hold that. You're in here. <laughs> of course. All okay. right. All right. Thank you so much, Pardeep, and we will see All you right. soon. All right. So uh, signing off for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. This is Claudia. I'm Monique. And I'm Gina. Shout out to Jasmine. We are Rose Noir. We did it. Uh, people got engaged and uh, people are in love. Blessings to all those involved. I think there's no better way than to end it that way. All right. We'll see you all next season. Bye. We did it, Joe. We, we did, did it. it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Let's go. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms found in the show notes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Join us for live discussions on Clubhouse at the Rosé Noir. A special thank you to Ahmad Fielder for our amazing theme music. Follow him at infrared underscore crypto on Instagram. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rose Noir. See you next show.